Hello everybody and welcome to the next webinar with Tarmac. I'm really pleased to be joined today by Tarmac and you'll recognise a familiar face with Darren, Early Careers Manager. We will learn about the recruitment process, give you a head start with hints and tips, and this year we'll be hearing from graduates Victor, Rachel and Amarachi about their time so far at Tarmac and what the future has in store for them. So Darren, Thank you for coming back to us. Welcome to the next Thank webinar. Thank you. Um, so let's start with you. Um, can you give the audience a bit of a, an overview to who Tarmac is, please? Absolutely. So starting off with who we are, um, Tarmac is part of a CRH group, um, who are the world's leading building materials business. So globally employing over 76,000 people um, with around 7,500 in the UK, um, I suppose, our business in the UK, you know, we are the UK's leading sustainable construction materials, road contracting and building products business. Um, and we do lead in the supply and construction material, which compromises, you know, aggregates, asphalt, cement, lime, uh, concrete, road contracting, building products, and also recycling services as well. So, you know, for future plans for us as a business um you know there's major i suppose the building materials for those major infrastructure projects um which we're working on now and we'll be looking to in the future as well and innovation being you know hugely important as that in, in, within that i suppose and being a sustainable business and developing more sustainable products that benefits um you know benefits the environment and our communities yeah. So that vision as an organisation is that, you know, we have to develop sustainable solutions that build, that connect and improve the world that we live in. Yeah, and there's lots and lots of exciting future plans for Tarmac, isn't it, Darren? Um, and it's um, it's much more than, than, the, than the name, isn't it? You know, yeah. people just associate Tarmac rock, as in... Yeah. Rock but there's, road. yeah, exactly. But there's so much more. There's, you know, there's so many different locations and everything else that we're going to find out a little bit more about um, towards, um, well, throughout, throughout the webinar, not towards yes. the end. Um, so, Darren, tell us a little bit more about you and your role at Tarmac. Okay. okay, so I've worked within the early careers sector, student recruitment, various different names, emerging talent um, yeah. in the market for around 20 years um, within big four global law firms. Dip my toe into HE as well from a university angle and sort of more recently joined Tarmac in March from um, a regional water company. Yeah. And um, my role is primarily resourcing focus, but there's a lot of um, contact that I'll have with the business in terms of their requirements, working with HR colleagues, obviously yeah. um, working with our cohorts of you know, not just graduates, but apprentices and higher apprentices as well um, as they progress through um, through their programme. Um, so, you know, from, you know, the training that development and development that graduates go through as well is, is hugely important. So, you know, alongside the day to day job, there is the sort of what we call core skills development programme, which um, all of our individuals at higher apprentice, which does include some graduates, I hasten to add, depending on what sort yeah. of vocation people want to go into. But during the first two years, it's a program that's designed to expand on that business knowledge in an environment, in a safe environment, and mm -hmm. um, you know, strengthen those core skills that we, we all have, and we all know that there'll be sort of sweet spots that we'll have, but there'll be development areas as well. So it's a sort of set of core modules that are completed during that two years. 
allows our sort of cohorts to get together as a peer group and to develop and also meet a lot of um, other tarmac key stakeholders and helps transition into that sort of destination role at the end of the two years so you know that that's kind of that's kind of my role and what our, what our cohorts do yeah Darren's really really passionate about early careers eh, Darren and we've worked Absolutely. together for 12 12 years now Darren. we've worked together that is how long yeah all good it, it has it, been all good it has been all good it's been a fantastic relationship and um you know something that Darren I, I know you as a person are held very close to your heart is the development of graduates as well and um, throughout all the organizations that you've, you've been yeah. involved in but tell yeah. us a little little bit more specifically about tarmac then so why is training and development so important to, to you as a business? I think if you, if you look at us as an industry, that yeah. then um, there might there are misconceptions that people would have about our industry, yeah. um, and it's important that um, we are ready for the future. You know, yeah. with, with aging workforce, for example, if you've got people that have been very loyal to us as yeah. an organisation, but those people are going to go off and do other things at a certain point in their sort of age as it were mm-hmm. so, so we have to as an industry um develop um that sort of future leaders um yeah. for, the, for us as a business um you know and, and get the right skills and develop the right technical skills once people mm-hmm. join so you know acknowledging that everybody doesn't you know as graduates or candidates you don't know everything when you join yeah and that's no. a really powerful thing to have to have that self-awareness that there's a development journey that you're going on Mm-hmm. So, so early careers is hugely important to us to be able to build up that sort of workforce that's resilient for what's going to be sort of thrown at us, I suppose, as a business in the future and being able to deliver, you know, with what we sort of set out to do. I think that's really reassuring, Darren, as well, from the students who are watching, students and graduates who are watching, and um, that you're not meant to know everything as well. You know, mm-hmm. Darren just mentioned there about, you know, you, you, you don't know what you you um should know in the future at Tarmac but this yeah. is why a lot of these employers have you know training and development programs and everything else so don't worry that you don't know you're meant to not know um, right at the beginning of your career yeah 100 we'll obviously come on to it later on in terms of those tips and what people can do yeah. but the most important thing is that as individuals who are studying at university you've chosen that sort of pathway and passion that you have for the learning that you're doing yeah. and you know you, you know you bring the real self bring the real you to work in the workplace yeah. um you know you should be in an environment where you can flourish and be yourself to get the best out of you but yeah. acknowledging that you don't know everything from day one and sort of being a sponge and sucking up that mm. information to help you to grow is you know if you've got that and you you've got that mobility in terms of you'll do x you might do y you might do z there's that flexibility that you're showing that's yeah. um, to learn then, then that's a, you know, that's really important to have. Mm, be a sponge. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, absolutely. I can second that. And you meant again, Darren, you touched upon misconceptions. What, what yeah. kind of you would you like to cover off um, as part of the, the webinar? Well, we do, you know, we do have, um, you know, core sort of engineering programs. You know, yeah. that have got amazing development opportunities within our industry. Um, you know, there are other roles where if you have a STEM background, then you, you might not sort of appreciate that they're there. You know, mm-hmm. there's more to us than just building materials. We have some amazing people that would do that sort of technical engineering, production and design, etc. Design from our products perspective. 
but there's there's so many more different routes in mm -hmm. that you should be exploring so so that that would be my sort of ask is that we, it's not just concrete and engineering yeah. you know that there, there is a lot more but in terms of the importance that tarmac plays within um, the industry and the scale of I've been amazed at the scale of us as a business yeah you know you Huge. only have to go to some of our um, sites and then yeah. you know, even as a non-engineer I was completely blown away with the mm. scale of what we do and some people will love that you know yeah. others might not um, but if you're somebody that really what is is kind of prepared to get stuck in that's what yeah. came across for me when I recently visited our um, cement plants um, at Tunstead you know, mm -hmm. if you've got that, you know, as an engineer, you're going to be doing all sorts and Victor will sort of no doubt come on to this. But if you want to be an engineer that's stuck behind a desk, it's probably not going to be for you. It's that variety that you are going to get to really get to sort of learn what we do as a core business. Yeah. And you'll hear from, you know, the different um, service days. I know Victor and Emma, actually, you both studied chemical engineering, but Rachel, you're from a different background. Um, mm -hmm. You studied geology, didn't you? So we'll, we'll definitely get those different stories across as, as part of this webinar. Um, so thank you very much for that, Darren. Brilliant introduction to Tarmac. So what we're going to do now is move on to um, the grads, find out a little bit more about them and kind of their, their journey so far. Um, what we'd like to do is just start off with it really nice icebreaking session and just ask an easy question. So where you went to university and what did you study? Um, and Rachel, you are top of my screen, so I'm going to start with you. Yeah, sure thing. So yeah, I'm Rachel and I uh, so I studied geology at Southampton University in my yeah. undergraduate degree. Um, then I went and did a postgrad degree at Camborne School of Mines in mining geology. And yeah. now I've come to Tarmac and I'm the graduate geologist. So yeah. Perfect. And how long have you been at Tarmac, Rachel? Uh, started early September. So what about yeah. maybe two months now? So yeah. Ooh, so you're nice and you. Nice and <laughs> got, got loads of questions for you. Yeah. Thank you very much, Rachel. Um, Victor? So sorry, Rachel, you're based at the same site as Amarachi today, aren't you? Yeah, I am. She's yeah. actually upstairs. So, uh, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and where's that? Um, I'm at Stancombe. So Stancombe, and that's where it's. Bristol. Near yeah, near Bristol. Yeah, yeah perfect. Just get my geography sorted out so I know where you all are. Um, <laughs> Victor, so you're based about an hour away, South Wales? Yeah, so I'm. my name is Victor. I'm based at Aberthaw Cement Works, which is just west of Cardiff in yeah. South Wales. So I studied an integrated master's in chemical engineering at Lancaster University. So yeah. graduated in 2019 and I've been with Tarmac since 2019 as well. Perfect. So I bet you've got some right stories to tell us. I'm looking forward to hearing those, Victor. Mm -hmm. um, and Amarachi, so a similar question. Um, where did you go to university and you studied chemical engineering? Yeah. So I did my undergraduate in pure industrial chemistry at the yeah. University of Nigeria. Yeah. Then I came to, um, to the United Kingdom to do my MSc, which was in advanced chemical engineering at the University of Aberdeen. Perfect. We've yeah. got a perfect split of geography there as well. Um, mm -hmm. So before I hand over to Sophie, a couple more questions. We're going to do a quick top facts round about Tarmac. Um, so Darren, I'm gonna start, I was going to start with you. No, Rachel, I'll start with you. <laughs> mm -hmm. I know that look. <laughs> Have you got a top, top fact, Rachel? Fact is that? 
Um, so we've got quite a lot of quarries in the UK and that was something that I was, until I'd come to Tarmac, I hadn't quite appreciated just how many quarries yeah. Tarmac have. So that's a mm. pretty cool, there's a lot all over the country. So yeah, that's pretty yeah. cool, top fact. Mm. <laughs> this isn't a top fact, but I was driving to the office yesterday and there's a lot of them. Um, so I live in Yorkshire, can you tell by my accent? And mm. um, I must have been behind about six Tarmac trucks. Um, all <laughs> living, I was just like, whoa, this is definitely a sign that I've got a Tarmac webinar this week. <laughs> You have a lot of quarries. Thank you, Rachel. Victor, top fact. So um, if Tarmac wasn't part of CRH, we would be big enough to be a FTSE 100 company in our own right. CRH is a FTSE 100 company, but just gives you an idea of the scale of Tarmac within CRH, that even if we weren't part of CRH, we could still be in the FTSE 100. Wow, I didn't know that. Brilliant. Thank you very much, Victor. Um, Amarachi? Um, I'll say Tarmac is so invested in sustainability. So, yeah, so right now we have um, some low carbon content products, which we manufacture, like the warm mix ash felt that is used in the roads and also some low carbon content um, cement substitutes like the GGPS, which we also use in producing our concrete. So, yeah, quite vast in sustainability. Yeah, and sustainability is something that you know a lot of the students and graduates who are watching are definitely interested in. So good fact, Amar, actually. Thank you very much for that. Um, Darren, before we yeah. move on, to, go. have you got one? Yeah, I've got, I've got one. Go on then, go yeah, on. Let's go with, um, on the sort of vehicles um, piece that you just mentioned. Um, and I suppose that that's where logistics comes into, you know, moving those trucks around and doing it in the, I suppose, cost efficient way as well but we've got um, 1720 fleet vehicles that will be moving oh. products around and yeah. just to throw some additional sort of we've got 30 um different sets or trains that will sort of take those um, products and obviously the amount of product that you can include on the trains means that um you know that gives you a size scale of uh, operations that we have huge huge Huge. Mm-hmm. Okay, Darren, before we leave you, we're going to ask you one more question yeah. um, about the opportunities. So yes. you're not currently you're not currently open, but you are going to be soon. Correct. Yeah. So so Tell the, me area, more. the area of the business that Victor works in, cement, lime, and pat, um, it has engineering programs. Now yeah. they will be opening up applications. It's going to be by sort of towards the end of next week. So certainly by that Friday, the, the 11th. So applications will be live at Abathor. Um, and also at uh, Dunbar in Scotland, just south mm-hmm. of Edinburgh, and also um, at uh, our Tunstead plant, which is Buxton. Yeah. So there's opportunities for chemical um, and electrical, and we will no doubt have mechanical as well. And um, other opportunities will open up on the 1st of December. Yeah. And locations, when I say other opportunities, there will be the likes of technology. Yeah. Um, There'll be sort of corporate functions as well. So mm-hmm. we have individuals in finance, HR, commercial um, graduate roles, individuals that have got those STEM subjects and, you know, will we'll certainly and have an interest in our products and done the research will fit in really, really well. And the scheme that Amarachi is on, the general sort of graduate scheme, management graduate scheme, um, will also be um, opening and locations have been nationwide um, but yeah. corporate functions will predominantly be based in the Midlands. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that I would say is that if you haven't got a driving license yet, don't worry. Um, I know that costs of learning to drive are particularly difficult and still the catch up after COVID. 
Um, but, you know, be aware that a lot of roles could take you from site to site. I know that Rachel mentioned it before we came on live yeah. here that, you know, her, you know, out and about. So you need to think about how you're going to manage yourself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that that's really important. But, you know, let, let's get you through the selection process first. So yeah. do, do make sure that you're sort of signed up on the, um, you know, the, the employee hub um, yeah. so that um, when those vacancies do go live, then you'll get those push notifications that will sort of uh, give you the details and send you back through to our website where there'll be a sort of clear, which we'll come on to later, I think, as well, won't we, Carla? Well, yeah. What, what that sort of process is going to look like. Fab. So give Tamak a follow. <laughs> Opportunities are to come, um, hopefully next week and, you know, beginning yeah. of December. So, if I mean, we keep talking about engineering, but engineering might be, you know, the, the next round of recruitment starting towards the end of next week, but then all stem um, from then on. So give Tamak a quick follow um, to be alerted exactly like Darren said. So, yeah. perfect. I think, yeah. I think it's, it's the market that we're in as well. You know, we want to yeah. be able to share those amazing opportunities that have, been approved within our cement line and packed business and you know we're just going through those business requirements that will be all confirmed next week which will give us to let's kind of okay let's let's make it easy first of december through to the end of january people can apply perfect right me and darren can talk forever so sophie (laughs) i'm going to throw you the reins thank you very much carla um Brilliant. What I'm going to do now is I'm going to be getting to know our graduates just a little bit more about your journey so far. So, um, Victor, I'm going to start with you on this. Um, could you tell us what your current role is at Tarmac? Um, a little bit more about what you do and the team that you're in as well. So I'm currently a process engineer at Aberthaw Cement Works. Um, mm-hmm. I started in 2019 as a, a graduate process engineer and then um I've become a, a process engineer um, September of last year. So I've been in my current role for, for just over a, a year now. So mm-hmm. um, I'm personally responsible for the process engineering aspects of approximately half of the cement plant. And then we've got another process engineer that um, looks after the other half. And then we have uh, a graduate that's just started um, this year in our team as well. Um, mm-hmm. And teams led by the optimization manager, um, my boss um, and then in terms of day-to-day um, we'll look after all sort of aspects of the, the process engineering of, of the plant whether that be um, measuring things related to combustion to optimize the burning process in the kiln or um, doing other activities to ensure the proper and smooth running of the the mills um, and as well as that getting involved in sort of different projects that might not be immediately associated with um, process engineering, whether that be Mm -hmm. um, safety incentives or um, environmental considerations as well. So it's, uh, yeah, the the core of the role is certainly um, process engineering, but there's Mm -hmm. there's a lot more to it than that, really. Yeah, it sounds like it. It sounds like you get involved in an awful lot of different things. Um, Have you been based in the same place for for the whole time that you've worked for Tarmac, Victor? Yeah, so I've been based at Aberthaw um, since I started. Um, there is there is quite a lot of opportunity for for travel, and um, mm-hmm. there's there's often projects that are ongoing at other plants that um, you'll be required to go and assist with, whether that's big audits um, at one of the other cement plants or um, sort of extra activities such as the the core skills or the employee development program, and they're often held all over the country. So um, yeah, mm-hmm. whilst I'm based here, typically. Um, at least twice a month I'll be away somewhere else 
um, whether that yeah. be doing engineering there or whether that's for for a training course or, or something of that ilk. That's great. So you get to kind of um, still see like other graduates that joined at same same time as you and kind of go on those development courses with them, which is obviously really important when you're joining a company as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So there's the, the there's the core skills, um, which is uh, well, clues in the name, the core element <laughs> of that really, where um, you, you you'll be uh, meeting up with a, a cohort that you'll uh, you'll get to know very well, and um, mm. it, you'll become good friends with uh, a lot of the people in your cohort, mm. um, doing all the activities with them, and then um, outside of that, a lot of the people I was on core skills with. I end up meeting them when I'm out and about on different training courses or oh, um, when I'm doing sort of um, different internal events. You, you, you often see the same faces and it's good to have that rapport with them already um, mm-hmm. from the likes of core skills. Yeah, brilliant. Um, I think that is it's it's really nice to hear that, that you still do have that relationship and mm-hmm. see them like still now, um, even being with the business three years. Um I'm going slightly off on one here, Victor, but just you don't sound like you're from South Wales. Let's put it that way. Um, so how did that relocation work when when you kind of finished and decided that you wanted to, to work for Tarmac? Um, what sort of support did you have there to, to move? Um, so I, I'm not sure what support the um, incoming and current graduates have had. So mm. it's probably not relevant that I... Um, discuss what it was like in in 2019 because I know there's been a, a few changes there. Ah, okay. Um, I know certainly that um, Tarmac would, uh, yeah, that one of our values and uh, um, mottos is right, right people, right place, right time. Yeah. So yeah, um, I think certainly um, there'll, there'll be the relevant level of support that's required mm-hmm. um, depending on the role and the location that. In terms of how I found it, um, mm-hmm. I'm from I'm from the Lake District in the north of England, so uh, it's about wow. three at three hundred miles to where I work now, and um, yeah. yeah, it was it was it was great. Yeah, it was an exciting new challenge to move to um, the other end of the country and to mm-hmm. move to the centre of Cardiff. I, I don't live in Cardiff anymore, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that was an exciting exciting challenge for me, and uh, mm. something that I would encourage anyone to uh, don't let don't let the location of something hold you back from considering different opportunities. Yeah. Yeah, I think that yeah that's um, a really good point and kind of what I hoped you were going to say Victor that you know it's something that we talk to our students all the time Mm -hmm. about is you know look at the the company and the role itself and don't be focused on what you know where it's based Um, you know be really flexible at that early stage in your career because otherwise you know you might limit some opportunities so Mm -hmm. it's great to hear you know 300 miles is a huge amount to to move away from like your family and your friends and where you grew up Um, but it's obviously paid off and you you know you're having a great great career now at Tarmac so um, thank you very much for that Victor. Um, I'm going to come to you next, Amarachi. Could you tell us a little bit more about your current role and what you do and the team that you work in, please? Okay, I'm the um, I'm the general management graduate, so uh, my role is more like a rotational role mm-hmm. in different departments of the company. So we have the technical department, the production, the strategic planning, the commercial. So um, I'm, ha- I'm supposed to spend six months in each of these departments. But right now I started with the technical department. So what we do is mostly um, quality control okay. and quality assurance to um, test our samples and make sure they meet the specifications. Okay, fantastic. Yeah. Um, and when did you join the business again? 
two months ago two months ago it's the same time as Rachel okay fantastic so you're on your first kind of um, rotation at at Tarmac yeah brilliant fantastic well we're going to find out more about what you've been working on so far in just a few minutes but Rachel I'm going to come over to you could you tell us a little bit more about you know what you're doing and and your role at the moment yeah so um, I'm the graduate geologist at the moment so I'm working Mm -hmm. within the land and natural resources department so um, Mm -hmm. we've got quite a lot of sort of different teams within that so yeah my similar to sort of Amor actually I'm doing sort of six month placements for the next two years so I'll get to like rotate a little bit more um both yep. within land and natural resources and maybe one or two uh, opportunities to go outside and experience some other stuff like the rest of the people to call are doing so um yeah so at the moment I'm sort of working with technical services and with strategic planning so okay strategic planning is more like drilling projects and ensuring the next quarries where we're going to go next and what we're looking for and extensions and stuff like that mm-hmm. and the technical services is about managing the current quarries so like the geotechnical aspects and quarry design okay. and stuff like that and so that they're the people kind of in my team at the moment so mm-hmm. they're a relatively small team probably like six or seven um for the okay. su- southern region so we cover both of those um so yeah i'm getting to go I was yesterday I was at a drilling site uh, mm-hmm. helping manage what's going on there so it's very much a lot of field work and a lot of getting out and seeing things so which uh yeah keeps it fresh and fun yeah brilliant and in terms of um so you're based in near Bristol at the moment is that is that where you're going to be for the next two years or after six months are you going to be physically moving or just moving around different teams yeah I mean this is something I've actually chatted to my manager a lot about um because mm-hmm. it's you're never really sure I know when I started the job I was told like three months in Bristol and then mm-hmm. I was sort of as I came more through it became like at least six months and now we're looking mm-hmm. at kind of at least 18 months and I think the good thing is that it's a very flexible so with kind of work from home kind of going to the office bit of hybrid lifestyle as long yeah. as I can kind of get to the office um it's mm-hmm. very flexible and my manager's very sort of receptive and it's a very open conversation so I've sort of said I'm quite happy to live in Bristol at the moment so yeah uh, we'll see yeah. where it goes and see where it takes me so yeah Fantastic. That's great. And again, it's great to hear that, you know, these conversations, you just go to your manager and say, okay, you know, what, what's it looking like? What's the potential? Um, and, you know, it's a, it's a two-way conversation, which yeah. is always nice nice to hear. Um, okay, Amarachi, I'm going to come back to you now just to find out a little bit more about, you know, the projects that you've been working on so far, because I know you mentioned about quality control. Um, could you just tell us in a bit more detail, you know, on a day-to-day basis, what what, what sort of things are you involved in? Yeah, um, currently in my my um, day-to-day activities is slightly rotational mm-hmm. and sorry slightly routine based yeah yeah but some other days I tend to go to maybe a construction site or a housing site and know what's going on there mm-hmm. um, check um, test the samples as well so we have different ways of testing our samples um, and I'm working with the ready-mixed concrete Okay. So the ready mix concrete is more like you have your cement, your um, aggregates and your water sample that is already mixed and then being distributed to the customers. So that okay. is what I test. So I test those samples, cure them in the lab afterwards, then um, just um, carry out a compressive test mm-hmm. to test the strength of the sample and make sure that it meets the specification that the customers require. Fantastic. So you're actually physically doing the testing yourself yeah, as well as yeah. then reporting back um, yeah. on the results of that. Fantastic. And who, and what other teams are you working with as part of this role then? Because it, it can't be just a standalone, you're no. doing what you're doing. <laughs> who, who else do you communicate with? So I have my colleagues that are in the lab, then I have 
the supervisors and my line manager as well. So mm-hmm. we all kind of work together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, brilliant. And, where, and when you finish those testings um, and, you know, you've got you've got the results, what, what happens then? Do you have to put that on a report out to people or, or what, what happens from that point? It's not, we just um, document it, but any other stage should be up to the seniors okay. in the row. So yeah, for now, what I do is to document it and then pass on, pass it on to my supervisors. So, Fantastic. Yeah. So yeah, a mixture of kind of being really technical in the lab and then, the, you know, those kind of written communication skills and things like yeah. that as well, that are obviously really important in the workplace. Um, yeah. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Amarachi. Um Victor, I'm going to come back to you because I know that obviously you've been with it with, with Tarmac the longest um, um, on the scheme. So could you tell us about some of the kind of key projects that kind of stick out in your mind since since joining the business? Yeah, absolutely. So um, pretty much the day I started in 2019, I was given the responsibility for um, a project called Blending Silo 2. So this is a, a, a type of silo that's um used to basically blend up uh the, the raw meal for for the cement um mm-hmm. and this particular one had been out of use for for many years um for, for various reasons so i was tasked with basically bringing it back into into commission so i um worked with a team of um tarmac employees and contractors uh, and it's taken us uh, well it's still not quite finished it's nearly there uh, but yeah, it's taken us the best part of three years to to get the silo emptied and refurbished. So I've been responsible for looking after that from in terms of managing the contractors and um, mm-hmm. taking overall ownership of the project, which um, it was quite sort of uh, daunting at first when I, I just come fresh out of uni. And then yeah. that was assigned to me as a, a project I was personally responsible for. But um, yeah. I think it was it, it was really good for for my development and um, really brought on my my confidence with um, uh, being able to take the the weight of such a, a project. It's hundreds of thousands of pounds sort of yes. uh, order of magnitude. Um, so yeah, that's been a really good project, and we're we're starting to see wow. some really good benefits from that now in terms of um, energy and fuel reduction, and therefore. Um, CO2 savings there and um, just on the subject of sustainability it brings me on to a, another quite exciting project that I've been involved with more recently so um, we've just replaced one of our raw materials in um, cement with um, a sort of a, a lower carbon alternative so um, where we were getting a mineral that we dug out of the ground previously and when you burn that in the kiln that obviously gives off CO2 we managed to replace this material with a waste product from the steel industry so a similar mm-hmm. high temperature industry so that the heat's already driven off the co2 um at their end so when when we get it and we burn it in our kiln to make the cement um it, it, it doesn't contribute anything towards our co2 so that's a huge saving in terms mm, yeah. of um, co2 emissions and also uh, a financial saving associated with that as well so yeah that's been something that's been quite interesting um, in terms mm-hmm. of the, the chemistry side of that as well and just making yeah. sure that these alternative materials are still suitable um, to make cement with that, that works for the customer and um, meets the relevant standards. 
Fantastic. So have you got multiple projects going on at the same time then? Because you've obviously mentioned two things there, but it sounds like you're still working on both of them. Yeah, well, how long yeah. have you got? Yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot going on. <laughs> it's, uh, it's certainly, certainly within cement, it's an extremely fast-paced environment. There's yeah, there's a lot going on. You've got your you've got your projects like your your sort of three to five year horizon, like the blending silo two, and then you've got your maybe six-month horizon um that alternative raw material you, you maybe have a couple of them on the go at once um mm -hmm. whether whether you be personally responsible or just part of the team that's um working on it um it, it, it doesn't really matter in a way because you, you're all pulling your weight and then you're going to have your sort of day-to-day -day operations um day-to-day -day normal operations and then inevitably things do go wrong so you, you've got to sometimes drop everything because something's broken down and um, go and go and attend to that but that's mm. that's what I certainly enjoy about my mm. job is is that variety and that mix of mm. different horizons I've got to um, I've got to look at and uh, yeah certainly uh, I know a lot of people will say about their jobs that every day is different but mm. uh, I, I certainly think uh, within cement you're you're very far along that scale of uh, every day really is different. Mm. No, that's brilliant. I think it gives a very realistic picture of, of working life generally, doesn't it? That yeah, you've always yeah. got a number of different things going on at the same time. Time management's really important. Then suddenly there is kind of an emergency that comes up that you have to deal with. And I, I think that, you know, working in an environment where you're supported to kind of grow and learn through that as well is really important. It sounds like you've, you've had that experience at, at Tarmac. I mean, being dropped on a project that to the scale of what you were when you first joined in 2019 um, just shows the faith that Tarmac put into their graduates. Mm -hmm. So um, I think that's um, really interesting to hear. Um, thank you so much for that, Victor. I'm sure I could ask you a million more questions, but I do want to make sure that I get time to have a chat with, with everybody. So, Rachel, could you tell us a little bit more about what you've been doing so far? And obviously we've we, we've touched upon it briefly, but on a day to day basis, what sort of things are you doing at the moment? Yeah, no, it's a good question. So my role is pretty varied. I'd say like two days a week. I'm typically out the office. Mm -hmm. um so i uh, just um, take this week for example like so i'm currently managing one of the sites that we've got some drilling work going on mm -hmm. um over in the southeast so that involves well, i'm one of the tarmac contacts so between me and my boss we're sort of overseeing kind of the work that's going on so i was chasing down a landowner and having a chat with him and showing him sort of some of the boreholes that we're planning to put in and then consulting with the geologist that we've got on site at the moment who's logging out the sand and gravels that are coming out the okay. ground um yeah so it's quite quite varied I'd say um and if I'm not on site and doing sort of drilling projects then I'm back in the office and I'm looking at the data or I'm sort of doing some other sort of jobs that I've got on the go at the moment sort of researching different things so mm -hmm. yeah it's pretty uh pretty varied and then I've also got lots of training courses coming up at the moment obviously I'm fairly new yeah. to so I had a risk assessment training course last week, which was actually yep. quite interesting. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so it's uh, getting getting stuck in with a lot of sort of different things, I'd say. Yep. Um, it's not too samey, which is nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. Much like wearing your PPE. I was literally in PPE all day yesterday, getting rained mm -hmm. on and like rolling around in the mud. So <laughs> now I'm in my nice office clothes and you'd never know. So. <laughs> That's a nice mix. That's a nice yeah. mix of being able to get out and do that. Yeah, Um so these these drilling projects that you're talking about, Rachel. Now, forgive me, I don't know a huge amount about everything. Right. You know, can, what 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 do those entail when you say you're working on a drilling project? What does that mean? Okay, so if I take sort of one of the examples I've got at the moment, so 
we're currently looking at extending one of our quarries that we've got. So we're okay. currently on farmland that's sort of just adjacent to it. Um, and we're literally taking a drill rig. Um, so I've got a team of very good Scottish drillers at the moment up there and they are drilling in the ground. We've got quite a few boreholes, which is like the holes that we drill. Um, and then we take the material that comes out the ground and we log it and that there's mm-hmm. a report made about that. And that sort of tells us how good the mineral quality is. So okay. it hopefully is going to be good and we're hopefully going to go ahead with the extension. And so that's sort of the preliminary phase. And then mm-hmm. we'll feed that all back to the company and hopefully the quarry managers will be uh, digging it out the ground in not so distant future. So yeah, that's sort fantastic. Of Brilliant. Thank you for clarifying that. I think okay. um, for, for my benefit and also for the audience's yeah. benefit, yeah, you no, know, to, just to get a good understanding. So, no, that's brilliant. So, I mean, you've only been with the business two, two months. So there's there's lots more that I'm sure you're going to be doing over the next couple of years. Yeah. And we are going to find out a little bit more about that. So um, do you know, I know you mentioned um, when we were talking a few minutes ago that you're now thinking you might be based in Bristol for 18 months, but what sort of things do you think you'll be getting involved in during that period and and, and beyond? What does the future look like for you? Yeah, so, but then, well, the current plan is, of course, <laughs> plans are subject to change, but you know yeah. how it goes. Um, <laughs> so I think my next placement is going to be with uh, National Exploration. So okay. they sort of the team that almost before the stage that I'm doing at the moment. So I'm, we're, I'm currently looking at sites that we've already explored and we've already thought are probably good. Um, mm-hmm. National exploration, almost like one step back from that. And we're going to start okay. from like a blank slate and have a look at where we could go next. Um, okay. So hopefully that's going to be one of my next placements. And then I think I might have something with cement and lime. Um, okay. Sort of looking into the geology side of that a little bit more as well. So yeah, yeah it's uh, within that sort of stuff. But I've said to my manager and he's very open and very keen for me to do it if I can get some experience in operations as well not just all about the geology so to sort of Mm -hmm. widen out and have a good Mm -hmm. appreciation for what other people do within the company as well because it's ultimately what I do sort of does impact um yeah everyone else so and what the cement people get out the ground is essentially what we find so hopefully it's good (laughs) fantastic no I think that's a really good um you know, good plan. And it seems like you're going to have a really good experience there. And also getting getting the involvement in the operation side and a wider understanding of the business is always going to be be beneficial as well. And, and like I said, it, it's great that you're able to have these conversations with your manager, even at this really mm-hmm. early stage in your career, um, to kind of think about your future and, and where you could go. So yeah. thank you so much for that, Rachel. Um, Amarachi, coming back to you, could you tell us what, what the future looks like for you and where, where you think you could go with Tarmac? Okay, um, currently, due to my rotational program, mm-hmm. so in the next few months, I should be heading to production and operation, hopefully, <laughs> not quite mm-hmm. sure, or yep. commercial, any of the departments. So to give me a better understanding of tarmac and the business as well, so and mm-hmm. to also have a, um, a knowledge of how each department kind of interlock with each other, because there's yeah. always a connection, so... Yeah, to have a general overview of tarmac as a whole. Yeah. And um, are you going to be based in Bristol as well, or are you going to be moving locations, or, or are you not sure yet? Um, I'm not sure yet, but currently um, my region is Southwest and South Wales. Okay. So, um, yeah, so even in the technical team, I go to mm-hmm. South Wales sometimes to mm-hmm. also car- yeah do some laboratory tests so I've already been moving out so yeah. okay fantastic yeah. so that's exciting great um and 
after your graduate scheme, so after you finished your four, six month placements, where, where do you think your career could go? Where would you like to like to be based, do you think? What area? I can't say for now, but I witnessed other <laughs> Too early. So, yeah. I think oh, that's yeah. a mean question. <laughs> I know, I was thinking, I didn't know how far she was thinking. It. No. <laughs> No problem. Well, thank you so much for that. Um, I mean, like you, you've got a still, um, you know, 18 months or so left of your graduate yeah. scheme. So there's lots, lots more to experience. Yeah. Um, exactly. So that's great. Um, Victor, coming to you now, could you tell us a little bit more about what, where you see your future at Tarmac? Um, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a good question, really. I think there's, uh, there's, there's a lot of different possibilities. Uh, I mean, certainly at the moment, I enjoy being in, in operations and being on the plant. Um, and being based on a plant and uh, yeah certainly in the the next five or so years I, I, I'm still probably going to enjoy that aspect of the job and getting out on the plant and um, and doing things uh, maybe mm-hmm. uh, maybe stepping up to uh, my uh, my boss's level and being in this fancy building that I'm uh, taking <laughs> from, uh, yeah. in my normal office but um, you look very yeah. comfortable there Victor very oh, I know you do <laughs> yeah yeah but um, yeah it's, it's sort of um, aside from that, within um, Tarmac sits within um, CRH, which is a, a huge multinational organisation, and they run something called the um, International Technical Programme for Cement. So um, I've just come back from um, an event in Switzerland um, with them, and then I'm going to okay. Austria in a couple of weeks. Um, wow. um, so that's a, a good opportunity. But as part of that, as part of the ITPC, um, they do a sort of an international placement scheme for mm-hmm. um, a significant proportion of each um, cohort. So um, if you're within cement and lime, there's certainly opportunities to, to work in different countries within other CRH businesses um, throughout Europe and indeed the world. So um, perhaps if, if an opportunity um, arises um in the sort of short to medium term then that might be an exciting opportunity for for, mm-hmm. for me to uh me to progress but but other than that it's uh yeah Aberthaw cement plant's a great place to work so um there's uh yeah there's there's a lot of different it's within cement the, the big sites there's a, a lot of people work there and there's a lot of different roles so mm-hmm. um yeah whatever whatever you uh whatever whatever you enjoy you can pivot your career towards that I would say that's brilliant, Victor. Thank you so much. I mean, it sounds like there's a lot of things um, that you're going to be getting involved in in the short term and then mm-hmm. also in the long term to progress your career. And it's all um, all sounds fantastic. So thank you for that overview. And and, and like Victor said, in Cement and Lime, there seems to be an amazing amount of opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, like Darren said, those those roles are going to be opening in the next couple of weeks. So make sure you follow them on um, Grad Cracker to make sure you're alerted to those roles. We're going to move away a little bit from the day job now at Tarmac to find a little bit more about what's on offer and other activities that um, are able you're able to get involved in as a graduate. So, Amarachi, um, what other things are there outside of, of the of the day job at, at Tarmac that you've you found that you've got involved in or have enjoyed so far? Um, I'll say my team because mm-hmm. that's like the closest um, Tarmac um, connection I have. Mm-hmm. So, my team they are quite um, social. Mm-hmm. You know, it also motivates you to go out there, join a social group outside mm-hmm. of work. So we, I have some that are in rugby. So yeah. it's kind of, yeah. So presently, I'm swimming presently. Great, <laughs> brilliant. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I do outside of work. And mm-hmm. 
in Tarmac, we also have um, we have a current challenge that is going on, the plank challenge that just started um, 1st of November. So okay. it's just a challenge that has been thrown to all employees. So you okay. just kind of log in your progress. You have a target every day in your yeah. plank challenge. So kind of um, have that sort of stability, your body stability. Mm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Is that when you are planking as in like... <laughs> Plank, yeah, the normal plank <laughs> exercise, yeah. So it's a plank. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. No, I would not be able to do that. Yeah. <laughs> how far? How how long are you doing so far, Amra? Actually. Um. So I started with twenty seconds, which yep. is the target for the first day, same mm-hmm. as the second day. But I mean, it hasn't been easy. Twenty seconds seems like a long time. No. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. a long. Yeah. Time. So, yeah. Yeah. Do you start shaking? Do you know when your arms start shaking? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You just sat there dithering, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And what what's the target then? What are you meant to get up to at the end of this challenge? Yeah, I'm, I think five minutes at the end. Oh, so it ends, never. yeah, thirtieth of November. So yeah, thirtieth oh, of gosh. November. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So it, yeah, but we have a rest in each week. Mm-hmm, so yeah. each week, maybe on the sixth day, there might be like a rest. Then the seventh day continue. So as the day progresses, the minutes or the seconds increases as well. So. I can't imagine doing a project <laughs> like five minutes. <laughs> no. I can't imagine well, that. I mean, it's, yeah. it, it's great that you're kind of doing this as a, like a company-wide thing and, you know, mm. that you are, you know, it's obviously health and well-being as well. So that's yeah. it's great. Um, and it's good to hear that you've got a really social team as well because yeah. I think, you know, with our audience you know joining as a graduate at any company be, can be quite daunting but to know that you have got a social team to work with and to be able to go for drinks and you know make friends or go for dinner or join sports teams um is really really important and I think um does make it make, make a massive difference for for people early on in their career that you do need that kind of support network so it's great to hear that you've got that and, and you found that within your just your particular team already I'm actually so yeah thank you so much um Rachel same question to you what what sort of activities do you get involved in outside outside of your kind of day-to-day work yeah so I think having kind of quite recently moved to Bristol I'm still sort of set, finding my feet a little bit and settling in but yeah. I'm quite a big hockey player so I'm yet to join a hockey club but that is my to-do list for the weekend yeah. so um, Great. so yeah I like to keep keep up with uh, sports when I can and it's just really easy friends isn't it if you're playing on the yeah. together yeah. so yeah definitely um, yeah, I quite like to do that sort of on my uh, outside of work free time. And mm-hmm. I kind of do a lot of outreach as well when I can. So I think last weekend or the weekend before I was doing an earth science festival sort of locally. And oh, I had a Great. dinosaur like face, what's it like face paint, like all on my arms yeah. and <laughs> getting down with the kids and having fun. So yeah, like that sort of stuff makes, mm-hmm. kind of makes it almost for like full circle really like when you're going back yeah. and helping those youngsters so let's try and get them yeah. into sort of these sort of industries so it's um yeah it's really fun and I like it yeah brilliant oh good that's fantastic and what sort of things do you um I think you touched upon this earlier Rachel but in terms of training and development um when you're kind of going on courses is that done with a lot of the other graduates as well how does that work yeah so for my role specifically we have quite a lot of like technical courses we need to do so mm. some for example we use uh, some software like our geographical information software and so I've got a course coming up for that and that's going to be within Tarmac so other Tarmac employees um, mm-hmm. are going to be on that and that's hosted in one of the Tarmac offices up in Leicester um, so that'll be it's good opportunity you get these and 
I think it was like a couple of weeks ago now I had my level three geotechnical course so I did that mm-hmm. again that was run internally by tarmac employees so that was really mm-hmm. good um I did my risk assessment course that was again all tarmac people so mm-hmm. there's definitely quite a lot of uh internal stuff that you can do and yeah. then in addition to the grad scheme as well like there is that course skills program so mm-hmm. we've got some really exciting modules coming up I think there's eight modules in total and they really do cover a lot so mm-hmm. I think it's nice to have the balance of like very role specific training yeah. that I'm getting as well as very like business specific yeah. training so a lot Perfect. of it I like I think goes to some of these finance course and I'm still getting my head around a lot of it but I know mm-hmm. when I have that graduate module I'm going to mm-hmm. start to understand those sort of things that are coming my way so that's yeah I think that's really beneficial and I think that's what really drew me towards a grad program because you get that mm-hmm. extra extra training and extra knowledge so yeah yeah I think that's a really important point you know not just thinking about the technical skills about you know the other kind of business-wide skills that mm-hmm. you can you can get involved in I think that's really really key to a graduate scheme um yeah. and you know a lot of our students will, will you know be really interested in that element of it as well Rachel so thank you very much for that sure. um and finally Victor coming to you before we come back to, to Darren to hear more about the recruitment process what sort of things do you get involved in um sort of outside of work you know that you know you might be doing with other tarmac employees as well yeah so at Aberthaw um we, we do like a, a charity event at Aberthaw mm. we uh, we raise a lot of money for various different charities throughout the year so um for example we've got a Aberthaw cycling club and they did a charity bike ride from Aberthaw up to head office near Birmingham and raised uh several thousand pounds um for um a couple of charities in the process of that and then um just this week actually um one of the electricians is um shaving her head and uh, donated her hair wow. to the little princess trust and oh, raised, raised over a thousand pound in a, in a week as well um mm-hmm. so um yeah there's, there's there's always charity stuff to be getting involved with mm-hmm. um within tarmac and it's something that um a lot of us um uh, we, we feel is very important um yeah. part of um working for a big organization and it's just a good thing to do so that there's always a lot of stuff like that to get involved with um and then in terms of just like socializing with the team so um my office uh we got given some tickets to go and watch um wales versus australia in the rugby um oh, wow. down in cardiff quite recently so um yeah that was a good little uh good little office night out to, to go and watch that um and then yeah pretty much uh every every team on um certainly that I've worked with and um, on, on the cement plants, we're all a pretty sociable bunch. Uh, we like to get out in Cardiff um, as often as we can, as often as we can uh, align all of our calendars just for a, a drink and a catch up outside of work. So That's yeah, nice. it's, uh, it's, it's really good. Yes, it's really good. And our, um, the graduate process engineer in my office, she actually moved down from um, Scotland down to here um, just okay. this year. And uh I would say she's got a better social life than me now. So uh, <laughs> that's, uh, a pretty good, gives you a pretty good idea of um, the warm welcome that you'll um, receive from sort of all teams within mm-hmm. Tama. Yeah, no, it definitely sounds like that. I mean, yeah. from what everyone said, it sounds, you know, really supportive. You've got a lot of social stuff going on. Um, um, and also, you know, the kind of training and development aspect as well, which is all, which all ties in together. All of these things kind of come together to make a great graduate scheme, don't they? So um, thank you so much for um, all of your insights today. I'm going to hand over back to Carla and Darren now to find out a little bit more in depth about the recruitment process. Thank you. But before that, Darren, do you mm. think you'll be able to do a five minute plank by the 30th of November? Not even going to attempt. <laughs> 
no, no. I'll, I'll do myself an injury on the first attempt. Yeah, so. <laughs> me and you both. We'll scrub around it. Um, so yeah, let's hear about the recruitment process yeah. if we can, Darren. So tell us all yeah. about that, please. Okay, so if you were to go onto the website today, it would say one thing: there is some changes that are incoming for a twenty twenty three program. So there yeah. still will be uh, a traditional application form. And um, what we will be sort of going into a little bit more detail at the front end is making sure that there's eligibility um, and understanding people's right to work and yeah. so that we can make sure we're providing the right support to our candidates all the way through that selection process. But application form where we are going to want you to go into some detail about the kind of why you want to pursue your programme of choice. You can highlight your background and, and, and reasons quite traditional um but but um there's four or five questions in there that really gives you the opportunity to really kind of think and and to sort of articulate those kind of reasons um and and respond accordingly we'll then review those um within a 72 hour turnaround Mm -hmm. so some changes there from last year where it was everything was looked at the end but you know we'll do it live and whilst people are fresh and having just applied um, and then following that, we will then put people, it will be a period of going on hold, but it will be for a suitability kind of screening, um, personalising it a little bit more. We're taking away the video interview. Um, you know, we, we felt number wise it didn't work and candidates probably need a little bit more support than um, that, than, than, than maybe what, what, was, what was thought of when people applied last year. So that does create um, a little bit more work for us, but there'll be a 10 minute telephone call with individuals to kind of understand those motivations and get to know candidates a little bit more and checking on that suitability um, before we then sort of put people on sort of uh, progression, hopefully through to an assessment centre. So we're moving away from just an interview as part of that final process. And what is important is two things really that will provide sort of candidate newsletters throughout the campaign. So news stories and news items that can help um, individuals learn a little bit more about who we are, the kind of things and projects that we're doing. So it really kind of helps you as a candidate get a feel for the organisation more so as you progress. Hopefully it'll rubber stamp that interest to want to pursue a career with us. And then assessment centres for some of those roles will be face to face um, assessments because it is really important that you get to and know you the environment that you're going to be in. I mentioned that, you know, so I've been told, you know, and having been there, I can see the reasons why, you know, it is an environment on site where you're either going to love it or you might think, I'm not sure this is for me. Mm-hmm. So um, being able to bring candidates to their site for the roles that we really don't need people to see those will happen. Um, for those where we can run virtual assessment centres, we will. Yeah. Um, but we'll also include guidance sessions before either one of those, whether you're going to be traveling to Abathor, Dunbar, Tunstead, um, or, you know, it, it's a virtual assessment. There will be those guidance sessions that we provide all candidates with what to expect, help build that confidence um, and set people on the right path to be able to be the best that they can be on the day. You know, if people need reasonable adjustments, then with measures in place for us to be able to support candidates, whatever that may be. Um, and, and the team will sort of be, you know, on hand to do that. I think we've discussed this at length, haven't we, Darren, about the whole application process. And it it is, and I think this is a message that you want to get across as part of this webinar, Darren. It is um, 
it's it's a it's a two side process, you know. Oh, obviously, Tarmac is speaking to you about the opportunities and everything else, but it's also kind of your job, um, as a graduate, as a student, to feed back anything, um, yeah. any queries that you might have. You know, Darren mentioned there about reasonable adjustments, anything like that. You know, the whole um application process with regards to the ten minute um telephone calls and you know keeping in touch. It's yeah. your job to kind of report back to, to Tarmac yeah. as well if if you needed anything else. 100% so, so you know I think I think you know providing that positive candidate experience you know there is only a certain number of roles that we have we know that we're going to get more applications yeah. so we have roles so not everybody is going to be sort of suitable and people might sort of think actually it's not right for me but the most most important thing is is that you know it, the information that we provide allows an individual to really rubber stamp yeah I, I really want to join it and even if it's unsuccessful this time around then who's not to say that in the future there are other opportunities and you can learn from that experience um yeah. for, for programs in the in the not too distant future yeah exactly yeah so i'm just thinking you know we can everybody can go into this positive light it's a brilliant experience and obviously the this experiences that these graduates have had as well um, and yeah. i definitely want to be applied to, to tarmac if i was um watching this webinar Darren, at the beginning, you did mention um, you know, a couple of hints and tips. So, you know, like yeah. be, be yourself um, during yeah. the whole process. That's what you look for. Is there anything else whilst we close the webinar that you just wanted to add um, to that? I, I think for the application, you, you know, for those questions where, you know, we're not asking you to write war and peace. And, you know, there yeah. is, um, you know, good communication is about being clear and concise as well. There's a fine balance there. Yeah. But but it is your opportunity to really kind of hammer home the kind of why you want to pursue a career with us. Mm-hmm. You know, so so go into detail and explain that. Yeah. You know, it's um we, we want to enjoy reading those applications mm-hmm. rather than second guessing whether an individual sort of is somebody that is definitely we want a telephone call with. Yeah. So, you know, understand your own reasons, why tarmac, why you're pursuing um, the opportunity that you're applying for. And there will also be another couple of questions that can sort of highlight more about you and your yeah. achievements. And that gives us a sense of, you know, the values that you have as an individual um, and the strengths and, and, and sort of also areas for development. So we do sort of ask people to be honest and say, look, we don't expect you to know everything at the start, like I said. Yeah. So what areas of development do you believe you have that you need to be successful within yeah. the program of your choice and what that does it demonstrates an individual's sort of that self-awareness that okay this is what I'm going to be doing this is what I need to have and and you know that combination of line manager mentor core skills development program sets people on the way but you have yeah. to individually take that ownership as well so yeah you know just be honest with us yeah I think there's just so much enough for it Tarmac and um, you've got some brilliant opportunities coming up and I'm really looking forward to yeah. advertising them on Grad Cracker and you getting the applications in and um, so don't forget as a graduate you know mention and um, the fact that you've watched this webinar you've been involved in the conversations with Rachel Amarachi and Victor you've heard about all of those their experiences and that's also added to why you want to apply to the opportunities that Tarmac has open. 100% I think what we've said Carla haven't we you know you know there's, there's new content that we're creating there's some good there content is. on the hub already yeah but there's content that's being created over the next four or five weeks yeah so you know we've got our own internal marketing team videographer etc that will be getting the kind of um you know views of um recent joiners and those 
people a little bit more experienced, people like Victor, which, which can really showcase, okay, this is what life could be like for me if I was to pursue an opportunity here. Yeah, this is what I love. I love the profiles that you guys have sent through and are going to send through in the future because it does give you a real um, day-to-day life experience of what it, what is, it is like yeah. to work at Tarmac. Yeah, that's um, Thank you, Darren. I'm just going to finish off with the, with the grads now, if that's okay. Um, so obviously you've definitely inspired people to apply to the opportunities which will be opening soon. Um, so if you were going back, you know, first day as a, as a student um, or a graduate starting at Tarmac, what kind of hints and tips would you give them? Um, so Rachel, start with you. Yeah, is this like hints and tips for the interview or just just, um, just day one? So if I was day going to start one. at Time Back on yeah. Monday, what would you suggest that I prepared or what hints and tip would you give me? Yeah, I suppose I'd say like just have try and have those open conversations with your manager and yeah. try and see what is out there for yourself and think about what you want as well and what, what you mm-hmm. can do because if you don't ask, like you might not get. So yeah, and they're pretty receptive to these sort of talks. Yeah, brilliant. Ask, ask, ask. So we've got ask, be a sponge. Um, mm-hmm. Victor? But just before I answer that, I think I want to just echo a couple of the things that Darren said about yeah. um, the assessment centre. So when I went through the application process, I applied through Grad Cracker actually uh, in 2018, and uh, we still did assessment centres um, back then. And I know yeah. it's something we moved away from and now we're coming back to again. And I think that's a, a good thing, really, because... Uh, yeah, I think I had a really positive experience on my assessment centre. It was at Tunstead, actually, mm-hmm. um, sort of a, a central one. And um, it was a really good environment and it allowed me to sort of relax into the day and sort of show the best version of myself um, yeah. to, to Tarmac. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think that's a really um, positive development. And, uh, yeah, I'm glad to glad to hear that we're moving back towards that sort of more, more personal approach. Um, yeah, in terms of first day at Tarmac, I think um, uh, from my point of view, I before I started, I I went and bought a load of uh, nice office wear and nice clothes, and uh, I, I turned up <laughs> on, my first, on my first day and was immediately given a pair of overalls. So uh, yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you're going into a sort of a cement uh, or an operational role, um, save yourself some money and don't go and buy a, a fancy suit because you won't need it. Um, <laughs> And then second of all, I think it's just to um, get involved with things. So yeah. whether when there's something going on on site, even if it's not necessarily um, your responsibility to, to to deal with it or to to be there, just just be there and soak up the knowledge from other people. We've we've got uh, a lot of people within the business that are vastly experienced and. Um, they're not going to be within the business forever. So I think it's really important to, yeah. to gain as much knowledge mm. from them as possible um, and, and really, really listen to what they've got to say because they can offer a huge amount. Um, and also just um, don't be afraid to, to challenge as well. So, um, so sometimes we, we've done things for many years in a certain way and a fresh pair of eyes can be extremely useful and can bring a lot of mm. positive change. So yeah, listen and speak up as well, I would say. That's a really good point as well, asking questions mm. you know, about the more experienced people because, you know, the work, the work be at time at forever. So good point there, Victor. Thank you very much. Um, Amarachi, did you want to end on anything? I saw you smiling and nodding along to the <laughs> don't yeah, buy a got, posh suit. <laughs> yeah, because I actually wanted to talk about the whole office outfits. Yes. <laughs> as well. So, yeah, Victor has already mentioned that. Don't, don't bother yourself. No. Buying <laughs> because every day I wear my PPE, so... 
don't yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good tip. I like that. Don't go spending all your money all at once. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you very much, Arachi. And thank you very much, very much for everybody to join us today. It's been brilliant. A really good insight into Tarmac. Um, you know, you as individuals, your roles, and also Tarmac as a company. Um, it's been brilliant. So don't forget what Darren said at the beginning. We'll be opening soon on Grad Cracker. So don't forget to give a quick follow to be alerted um, when they do open up their positions. Um, so yeah, thank you, Darren, for joining us again. Rachel, Victor, and Amarachi. Um, thank you, Sophie. Um, don't forget the webinar will be live on Grad Cracker this afternoon. Um, so if you just give us a, an hour or so, we'll put this on the Tamac Hub so you can go and watch that. And in the next couple of days, we'll break the webinar down into bite-sized chunks as well. So if you want to go back and, and listen to a specific person talking about something, um, we will um, put those live on the Hub and on the Career Centre. Jess and Sophie will be joined by the RAF next Thursday. Um, so don't forget to join them then. Um, but for now, goodbye from Gradcracker and goodbye from Turmac. See you soon, Thank everybody. You. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye, bye-bye.